Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. If you're looking for a podcast about instructional strategies enhanced by technology, you came to the right place. In our conversations, we'll talk to tech experts, share ideas, and strategies to help you build your toolbox with tools that you can use in your class immediately. Welcome to the Squadcast podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about essential tips for virtual learning. You know, it's part of our educational toolbox now. You know, there's times where we've got to be able to, you know, provide for these students in this virtual setting. So kind of what um, what procedures are you seeing out there that teachers are doing that are, are working and are effective when it comes to virtual learning when that case happens to come up? So, um, What I ran across recently, I was working help chat and I had uh, a couple students, they were brothers new to the district. I mean, they were so new. They were like two days new. And then we had our snow day or ice day. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was able to go in and find their teachers. I knew who their teachers were. And because their teachers were so organized, they literally had everything labeled so nicely. Like if you're going to join the um, virtual meet link, click here. Um, if you're in block one, social studies, click here. So I loved how that teacher had everything spelled out. And even as somebody who isn't part of that class, just working help chat, I was able to go in and, and kind of guide this student. And I knew the student felt a little easier and better about it as well, because then they were like, oh, okay, you know, I got it from here. I so. think you brought up an important point too, that virtual learning isn't just going to be, I think, go away when pandemic, you know, when that kind of wraps itself up. I think it's going to be something that even in cases of weather inclement days or anything mm -hmm. like that, that e-learning is going to be part of our vernacular moving forward. And so all of these tips are important right. as we're moving forward so that if we do have any kind of weather events like we did, that e-learning hops mm -hmm. in, we've got, you know, those procedures. So what are you kind of seeing with, you know, teachers and setting up those procedures ahead of time, right, to kind of maybe get ahead of the e-learning? learning. Um. I know I've seen um, one, if you use Google Classroom, to make sure to have the Google Meet link set up in there. Right. Um, so that way it's really easy to know what class, whether it's a homeroom or, you know, whichever subject they're in at the time, um, using that Meet link. And then you can also change the settings as far as so you know the kids aren't going to hop in when you're not there. Right. There's a lot of settings, and we'll share those in the show notes as far as just those little things that you should know about Google Meet and how to keep it secure and how to only use it when, yes. you know, you're actually, the host is in there. And stay tuned um, to the end because we got a new quick tip when it comes to Google Meets that yes. they have uh, yes. when you have two devices in the room. We know that's another issue. So That's been needed too <laughs> yes, so. because it's always, do I mute this one? Do I, like, what do I do? <laughs> right. Um, the other thing um, for those that are already using Schoology, it's really easy to have a link right in the updates so that way they can get there. Yep. Um, and then um, anyone that uses like a Bitmoji classroom or one of those cute little, you know, they have those set up in Google Slides. It's really easy to link a Google Meet link there so they know, oh, this is what I click. So and we have some examples of what that might look like too. Something else I've run across, you know, once again, I'll say being on help desk mm -hmm. um, is the teachers who have a specific place. Like they say, here's where you go if you need help. Either a, you know, you put a comment um, in the comment section if you're in Google Classroom or if you're in Schoology, you know, here's a discussion area where you can ask for help or um, state your concerns. So I like seeing that set up as well because sometimes the students come on and the teachers could have told them 
you know, 6,000 times where to go, but it's just so nice that I can look at it and say, oh, this is, you know, your teacher said to go here if you have questions or you need help. So I like that too. And that helps the parents as well, because sometimes the parents are looking over their child's shoulder and they're like, well, what are you supposed to do? And the child saying, I don't know. But when the teacher has it spelled out like that, that's also helpful. Yeah. So I think, you know, as teachers, it's important to, you know, set up that day or just like your regular procedures. One of your new procedures now is what in the case of e-learning, you know, what, mm -hmm. where do we go? Where do we find the information? What learning management system? What folder? What topic? Right. Um, and be able to find those assignments that they need to complete and kind of establish that procedure ahead of time mm -hmm. and that expectation ahead of time. So it's not something that you're trying to, you know, catch up on as, as immediately. And so being ahead of it is definitely something that we need to have. Um, and I'd like the idea of students knowing exactly where to go, where they need help and, right. and using links and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned something else I think is important too for parents, right? Because the parents are a part of this e-learning process. Yes, and so are. we've got to kind of communicate to them, you know, I think also ahead of time. What, you know, what are you seeing out there that teachers are doing that's pretty effective with that? So, mm -hmm. Yeah, having those, I think, especially since in Google Classroom, parents may not have access to it unless their student logs in or they have their student login. So I do think having that something printed to give to your kids so that way they can pass along to the parents right. or put it on the refrigerator, like here is where you go in order to, you know, yeah, get some quick help. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a little flyer, take yeah, home right. flyer expectations. Yeah, that's a really good idea. They, when they're younger, they may not be able to tell you. Absolutely. Where the, the upper grades in the middle and high school, they can tell you where to get the things and really you don't probably have to help them much. But elementary, when you're telling a kindergarten, yeah. kid or a parent yeah you just hop on here they're like i have no idea what you're talking That's about here. we don't right. do this when we're in class right. right so just having kind of those okay almost if then type of thing right. for parents so that way they know where to go and um, it's just you know one of those ideas exactly. you know especially like with the ice storm you know, you know we got the obviously the information as quickly as possible mm -hmm. but you know that still only gives you a day to kind of figure all that out but if, right. you get, if your child wasn't happened to be at school that day to get the information but to have that flyer that all right i know what to do in case of e-learning go right to this place go to this link and then have everything right there that's a really great i think idea i've also seen some teachers use screencastify oh, yeah. to walk through something walk through procedures how to get to a link or how to get on seesaw or how to add an assignment or whatever it is right. and just keep that posted whether it's in seesaw in google classroom in schoology you know wherever it may be it's something that you know as a teacher you're repeating a lot so make a quick screencast Absolutely. by video it also helps the parents too because sometimes that child is trying to explain to their parents right. and maybe not explaining it the right way yep. um so have those expectations by... built right in there right. those procedures built right into mm -hmm. as a folder right. Uh, as a topic, whatever, you know, that you're going to be using so that they know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, you, can, you know, you can reuse those over absolutely. and over again. And it kind of gives you just to go continue with the screencastify just for virtual learning. This is one of those times where as a teacher, you can literally save yourself time by those things that you do repeat over and over again. Right. Just record a video and you've got it so that way if you do ever need to share right. it you don't have to you know recreate exactly yeah. and then you're going to get new students in that you maybe didn't right. get the flyer or you know you know right. maybe you didn't get that information you got new parents that weren't at mm -hmm. the you know meet the parent night but this is the opportunity so that they still have that folder or they have that place that the parent could go and get that information right and you don't have to kind of repeat yourself a bunch of times so right. yeah that's that's huge when it comes to that um and so you know, organizing, I think your Google Classroom, your learning management system, Schoology, Seesaw, whatever it is, you know, what kind of things can maybe teachers do to kind of help making sure that's as user friendly for the students and parents as well. So 
Oh, I know we've probably been able to see a lot when we're helping students. And sometimes, you know, we'll be calling out to each other. Hey, look at so-and-so's, it's organized so nicely. Yeah. If it's in Schoology, you know, organized with the folders and color coded and very specific. Some people like to do it by date or some people like to do it by topic. You know, that's really a choice. But when it's kind of sequential and um, coded enough so that you can follow along, I know that students have been able to, even the students that um, we kind of interviewed that one time, about it we're saying that that was helpful when they were trying to learn something new and get through their coursework we were talking about you know teachers creating a second class for e-learning what would you say yeah and it's i mean there are two different thoughts you have the one where if you have a google classroom that's just set up for the students that are virtual that's good because then you have one code you can always share with the kids to join but then it's also one of those once they come back you're always trying to figure out whether right. like if you're doing assignments now if it's just the place that they go to get the link to Google Classroom and general resources that are just for virtual purposes, it's fine. Right. But if you're trying to do assignments in your regular end, yeah. so it, it just depends on the teacher you as far as which, which organization makes the most sense right. for you. Um, and exactly. so, you know, it just depends. I could see that could be a lot to yeah, remember. Because then you, you have know. to duplicate your assignment. You got right. where you're grading. You're going to have to add and remove students based right. off of, you know, you may forget to add right. a kid in or right. take a kid out. Or child right. is sitting there waving. <laughs> yeah, right. Let Versus me in. have them all in one place makes it easier, makes yeah. it a little more simple. Right. And you can um, always use it instead. I know um, I've suggested to do a Google Calendar where you kind of set up by blocks. Right. So you always have that one Google Meet link that's tied to that block gotcha. or that time so you kind of know just by what time of day it is which link you're going to be right. on and the right. kids also can have a calendar right for themselves so mm -hmm. they know when to hop on that time so there's a lot of different ways that you could create those google meet links um, to make it where it fits your schedule and you know which ones you're on and to control the quick access right. afterwards it's so. probably important to keep similar routines similar yes. times um not, not necessarily similar routines in your classroom right. you can do that but maybe like create an e-learning routine that you go through and even you know, would you suggest maybe teachers like doing like a mock walkthrough in the class oh, with kids and yes. and kind of creating like, all right, these are going to be our, our e-learning e routines and procedures that are going to be different than our classroom, but at least, you know, right. try to keep them as, as consistent as possible with that. Yeah, even if you have to take a few minutes at the beginning of every week, hey, just a reminder, you know, with the younger ones, you'll yes. need more reminders. Right. Just a reminder, if we happen to have any learning day, make sure you click here first. And even that stuff can be in a Screencastify video, you know, like walking through the steps. But yeah, I think it's best practice to just try it, you know, yeah. go through it with the class. What kind of resources do you see teachers using when they, you know, parents and students need help? You know, do you see anything out there that has been real effective when it comes to answering, answering questions, things like that, besides just general emails and things right. like sometimes that can get overwhelming. But that is one thing I'm really looking forward to having Schoology uh, so across yeah. the district because right. um, that's the biggest thing where parents and students, um, it's an easy communication tool yeah. and it's not like, and another thing with student help chat, mm -hmm. all the time we have students that hop on with like, I can't get to my email or it's just another thing to go to. Right. So I'm really looking forward to that yes. communication aspect of Schoology. Be, yeah. And you've been able to see that from a parent side of yes. you too. So <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, you're yeah, being able to switch between your kids and all that yes. stuff and being able to see, oh, it's really easy to see. And it looks the same to a parent as, you know, if I'm looking at it, my two students that are in the district, mm -hmm. I can see it exactly the way they see it. Um, I might not see like the kids that are in the class or whatever, right. but I, I can see all the information I that would you need, need to know right. and that they would need to know. Mm -hmm. And they're older, so I don't have to really worry about that. But if they were younger, it would still be something I can totally help them without knowing all their login information. Right. So that is help that will be really mm -hmm. helpful absolutely and then in google classroom you got you know the commenting i you know sometimes okay. is good to um just so that you know to be aware of it to create kind of an established office hours i know that was important for mm -hmm. me you know in the high school mm -hmm. classroom all right i'm going to be available you know to in a google meet whatever to answer all your questions during this time um and then and then i also sometimes create like a, a screencastify you know i, I kind of do like the the highlights of whatever meeting i have with for students that maybe couldn't make it to that particular time put that in there so that they still didn't miss oh, the information I as like well that idea like so, these are some kind of recap yeah yeah that some other students ask so you never yep. know if the rest of the kids right. are wondering the same yep. thing yep. Oh, i like kids, that idea yep. they didn't wake up for the office hours i was going to say <laughs> because in high school don't have those office hours too early <laughs> yeah and so yeah so that was always good i kind of recap you know you know went over the questions and then that way that if they chose the assignment at a later time whenever they're available at least right. they had some some support like there idea. so and having all the access to the Google tools that we have, since it's so easy to share a link through email to parents or through Google Classroom or mm -hmm. Schoology with our students, even if you do have an update, it's easy to just one link, make sure everybody can view and send it to them mm -hmm. so they know to look out for those, you know, those changes. Absolutely. Right. So we um, mentioned that we had a quick tip of the week, and uh, especially when it comes to um, to virtual learning and what Google has done is created for us a uh, companion mode in Google Meet, which is really nice, especially for um, you know the teachers that are going to have their presenting in the room. And then if they got some kids at home, um, this companion mode is the biggest thing is that hopefully it, there's going to be no more audio echo and feedback right with that. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> you know, it just rolled out. So we haven't had a whole lot of time to play with it yet. But um, you know, there is going to be a PDF linked in the show notes, so definitely go there. But with this companion mode, you're going to be able to participate just like you were in, you know, with polls, question, answer, mm -hmm. raise your hand, have that second screen to present um, without um, the audio feedback in the room. And that's huge. I know when I was always flipping back and forth with my my laptop and my Chromebook, sometimes I forget right. to hit a button here and there and have this companion mode, I think would have been really nice because that's uh, that echo feedback is is real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, so, <listens>. yeah. <laughs> and so definitely check out the companion mode quick tip. And like I said, in the show notes, we've got some resources. Um, we'll have a Google Doc that has some resources in there as well, kind of highlighting what we talked about. And then we'll also have our um, have the, the quick tip of checking out the companion mode right there inside of Google Meets. So. And our VCSD IT YouTube channel Absolutely. always has videos that we update. So that way um, you can have some more quick tips. Absolutely. That teachers can even just yeah. take and refer to, to have, you or know, share. hey, when you're home and um, your computer's not running so great, check out the tips in the VCSD IT YouTube mm -hmm. page. It might be clearing your cache or how to get your camera or yes. microphone allowed. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good point. I'm glad and you mentioned student, that. Actually, now that we mentioned that, the student help chat, mm -hmm. that does have some options and there's on the website where they can see all those tips, yep. um, what to try um, at home mm -hmm. as far as those cash. Yeah, and, and the stuff. student so tech there's, tips. There's multiple places. Right, right. 
Alrighty. Uh, and so our question of the week is, what uh, what do you feel is the best advice for teachers in a virtual environment? We would love to hear from you guys out there. I'm sure you have a lot more tips and tricks that we didn't even think about that would be very useful to other teachers uh, in Berkeley County. So please send us um, those answers so we can get that information out to yeah, the teachers. Where do you think we got these tips? Yes. By being in teachers' <laughs> Teacher. classrooms right. and seeing their, you know, Schoology set up or their Google Classroom. So. Yeah. Absolutely. We learn from each other. Absolutely. Sharing is caring. Absolutely. I uh, really appreciate you guys being here and I uh, hope everybody out there enjoys the uh, this uh, podcast and please keep checking out other podcasts. And if you also want some PD, um, you can check out uh, Learning on the Go. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Learning on the more. Go with podcast and Unified Talent. Um, just watch two podcasts, pull out a little reflection of Google Form, and then get some some PD credits. So wait, so I can listen to all these fabulous podcasts and get PD credit? You can absolutely. So, We're stepping it up. We are. And listen so, to it on your car on the way to work. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not even using any more time that yep. you weren't already taking. That's absolutely. right. Absolutely. So yeah, you can watch them here in uh, in the YouTube on the BCSD IT YouTube, or just listen to them wherever you find podcasts. So. All righty, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.